What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Slob on the Pod. Before we get into this episode, um, first and foremost, we got to thank our sponsors for today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by liquidiv.com. Uh, you get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use my code. By the way, we just switched it up. Um, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. Follow me on at the slob on the pod on, on my Instagram. Uh, I posted in my story that the people from Liquid IV emailed me saying that they found out that my uh, code had been like not hacked, but they used it in like a, like a, like a Groupon or some website. I don't know. So they're using my code. They're out to get me. They see the things I'm doing out here. They're like, yo, we want a piece of that. We're going to take his shit. So they, they took my uh, old code. So my new code is the same thing. You guys get 25% off plus free shipping. But this time the code is just slob, which I kind of like it better. When they first gave me my first code, which was like the full name, I was like, that's a little too much, you know, like, so it's going to it's gonna get kind of confusing. Some people sometimes forget even name, the name of this podcast, let alone they're, if they're going to remember the password or the password, the my promo code. So... You guys, if you go to liquidiv.com, you get 25% off plus free shipping when you use my code SLOB, S-L-O-B. That's it. S-L-O-B. Four letters. I'm going to get that sh- stuff tattooed on my um, my knuckles. Um, but yeah, so you guys get 25% off plus free shipping when you use my code SLOB at checkout. Uh, guys, let me just tell you right now. Um, I love Liquid IV. Um, I've always been a big fan of them. Like I said last time. Uh, I first came on to liquid IV because I had a terrible hangover and one of my buddies was like, yo, drink this thing. I think it's like a hangover remedy. Little did I know it was like hydration. Uh, I actually am trying to get some of my liquid IV. I, I poured some into my uh, chargers cup. Oh man. I swear if I could, I could, I would chug that thing. It tastes so good. That's a lemon lime one, by the way, which is like, I think my favorite. Um, they're sending me some more over. Uh, so I picked out some, like, I think, what was it? Uh, Concord grape and uh, I forgot the other flavor, but they have so many flavors. You guys just go to the website liquidiv.com Like I said, I love this stuff, especially right now If you guys live in Yuma, Arizona, if you guys live in Arizona, if you guys live It's hot as hell right now. Luckily Winter or fall is right around the corner. I think it is fall right now. I don't know where I come from. We don't get fall It just goes from hot to cold Um, And so right now it's still pretty hot out I work outside. Um, I'm literally. I wake up. I drink a liquid IV. I go to work. Work a little, and then I drink another liquid IV. Sometimes I think I'm gonna overdose on liquid IV, but I don't think you can do that. So I just drink them all the time. Uh, I drink them before I go to bed. Uh, there's also like, um, oh, another box I just ordered was like the sleep. Uh, it helps you sleep or something. It's this purple box. I'm gonna a uh, new product by Liquid IV. I don't know if it's new or I just saw it on the thing, so I had to order some. Um, but I, cause I'm terrible at sleeping at night. So I, I ordered some of that. So liquid IV has got it all is what I'm saying. They got, they even have, um, an energy booster. They have so many options for you to choose from. Uh, uh, let me, I got to read the stuff real quick. I got to read off the, 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 the thing they sent me liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. We all love vitamin C. We eat oranges. We drink orange juice, just drink liquid IV. And then it's in there. Uh, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, hmm, non-GMO, didn't know that, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. That's good because I have a, I, I think I have a gluten or I have a dairy allergy. Really, I'm lactose, so that comes in handy. I don't get like a bubbly stomach. What makes liquid IV so effective? Oh, that's, at, oh, what makes liquid IV so effective? Question mark. The science of cellular transport technology is what it is. CTT. No, not the stuff that when football players get hit in the head too much. No, CTT, cellular transport technology designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients into the bloodstream. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world and to change your life one stick at a time. That's what she said. Liquid IV has donated over 20 million servings globally. So they're also a great they have a heart and they're, they're a good company. So support them, support me, support me, support them, support you. And go to liquidiv.com, get 25% off plus free shipping with my code SLOB, S-L-O-B. That's it, four letters, S-L-O-B. Let's make a song out of it. S-L-O-B, SLOB. When you go to Liquid IV, you get 25% off. When you go to liquidiv.com, 
That's pretty dope. I just came out with the top of the dome. So remember, go to liquidiv.com, get 25% off plus free shipping when you use my code SLOB. Uh, experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code SLOB, S-L-O-B. Thank you, guys. Now, let's get to this fucking show. Let's get, let's get this bad boy started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Slob on the Pod. This is your ex-girlfriend's favorite podcast. Um, I'm coming at you from my house, from our back office. Um, I've been thinking about, you know, how I... (sighs) Consistency is the key when trying to become successful in something like what I'm trying to become successful at. And I have been failing at that, and I'm going to call myself out. I raise my hand. Like I'm praying to Jesus, I've been failing with for to you guys. I've been failing myself. I've been failing slob. I've been cheating my. I've been cutting corner. I'm not doing good. So what I'm saying is, <clears throat> I had this idea where I was like, so if you guys don't know, I live pretty far from uh, Old Lake Collective Studios. Actually, fuck, I fucked up. I was gonna start off with saying I was gonna make a joke, say that I got kicked out of Old Lake Collective Studios. So then I went back in my house, um, doing podcasts with myself. But fuck, I'll use that for the next one. So. Um, I live pretty far from the studio. Uh, I have to at least, you know, when I schedule guests, I have, I have to do it once a week because that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm no lie. I'm at least like maybe 40, 45 minutes, maybe 39 minutes from the studio where I live. Uh, if you guys want my address, I'll have it below. It's 1269 Fuck Off Avenue, 85364, Yuma, Arizona. Um, and uh, so I live pretty far. So I this week I couldn't get a guest on. Um, uh, so I was thinking, you know, maybe I just go back to the, the, the solo ones. You know, I think I've, I have more, uh, time behind the mic. I have a little bit more experience. You know, we're about to go on to episode 69. By the way, this isn't episode 69. This is a whole new thing. I'm just starting. I don't know what to call it yet. At once I go through the editing process, I'll come up with a title. Maybe I'll call it like loner. I was thinking about calling it maybe like, um, alone forever or single, I don't, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know, but so I'm just going to do a separate segment still salt on the pod. It's just, instead of, it's not going to be this. I, I'm on episode 68 about to go on episode 69. This isn't 69. This will be e, e example. It'll be a loner episode one or part one. I don't know. It's going to be a separate segment. I don't want it to be, I want it to be like my own thing to where it's just, I just kind of go on rants with myself and I just kind of, uh, just, you know, I, I just, I talk to my, actually, it's funny. I wish I had like a, a rear camera because behind you, behind the camera, behind you guys watching on your couch is a mirror looking back at myself. So I'm pretty much just talking to myself and it's fun. It's fun. I'm looking at myself. I'm making dumb faces. I'm fixing my glasses, fixing my hat a lot. So, um, so I was thinking like, maybe I'll just do not maybe I will. I'm just going to do, I want to start putting out two episodes a week. I really need to, I need to stop making excuses. I'm not that busy. I take naps after work and I shouldn't. I, instead of taking naps, I should be editing a podcast or, or working on standup or going to do standup or doing an episode. So I have, I have time. I just need a, and I've been taking like men's vitamins recently. So they're supposed to give me energy. So hopefully that works out. Um, and so I was thinking, I was like, man, you know what? Fuck this. Like I, I need to stop making excuses. All I, all I complain when I don't put on an episode because I can't find a guest and it's like, well, just do solo ones. You used to do them before. And it's like, okay, yeah, I should. This is me talking to myself. Yeah, you should do that. But it's like, but really, are you going to drive into town twice a week to do that? You know, that's a lot on gas, you know, gas is going down, but it's still not down, down, you know? And, but excuse me. And so, um, so then I was just thinking like, okay, well then how about you just shoot a solo one by yourself in the house, you know, set up a little corner in the back office that we're not using back here. All this corner over here is just all like extra storage stuff that we still haven't unpacked. Not really unpacked. It's just extra shit that I don't know what we have. We're hoarders. We're hoarders. I'm going to say it. We're hoarders. Uh, we're hoarders with no borders. Hoarders with no borders. I like that. That's a good one. I'm going to write that one down. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, you know what? You can just set up a spot here and do your thing. And uh, just to be a little more prepared because I know the solo ones for me are always hard because I never have topics to talk about. It's more of just like, let's just get behind and just 
say what's on your mind. But that's not as easy as it said as it sounds. Like there's literally times when people ask me like, "What are you thinking about right now?" And like, I'll take a few seconds and I'll be like, "What am I thinking about?" And it'll be blank, black, or white. Nothing will be there. It'll be empty in my brain, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" So I don't want to come up here and just be unprepared and stuff. So, so yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing this thing. This is a, a little uh, more intimate. I don't know, man. I'm still thinking of a name right now. As, I, as I'm talking, I'm thinking of a name. But yeah, so I have actually stuff um, throughout the day. I just uh, came up with like notes and stuff to do uh, to bring up topics, things I would I want to talk about my, by myself. Maybe I'll bring them up when I have a guest on, whatever. And then uh, also just that's another thing, too, is like one of my struggles was like finding guests. And then, you know, as you know, I'm not trashing Yuma at all. I love Yuma. I, I mean, I moved back here. Um, because I missed it so much, but it's just in, in a podcast sense, um, finding guests is kind of tough because at some point you kind of go through enough people to where you're just going to have reoccurring guests, which there's, no, which there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, scheduling is tough. Um, you know, and then trying to get new people on, I, I have, you know, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I've talked to people in LA and Phoenix that want to be on, but it's like, okay, well that's like something where I have to set up where, okay, well now I got to go get a uh, hotel. I'm going to go get an apartment for a night. The fuck? I'm going to go get a hotel and uh, have these guests on and then set it up all fancy and stuff. But that's just like a whole nother headache. So just, that was just another thing was just like having guests on was tough. Um, finding guests. Um, and then also, like, I just came down to it where I, I, I feel like at some point I was literally just having on anyone that would say yes to me. And I really need to stop that. Uh, I listened to a podcast and they were talking to me. They had mentioned that, that, you know, so many people message them um, that want to be on. But they're like, you know, what like maybe, you know, you're not fit for it. Like, I and I just don't want my pod. I don't want to be a whorish podcast where it's just like you can go on. I don't want to turn to Oprah. You know, you get on the podcast. You get on the podcast. Everyone, everyone gets on the podcast. I don't want that. You know, I want it to be a special thing for people, and, and I want to I want people that come on and have a good time. I want them to bring energy to the show, and uh, I want them to I want to be able to com- like have great conversation with them. You know, I need people that will talk back to me. So that's just another thing I'm going through. So, uh, uh, yeah. So this is my new segment. Uh, like I said, I don't know what I'm gonna call yet. Hopefully, by the end of this episode, I'll have an idea, and then you know we can discuss it. Maybe I'll go on Instagram, and maybe people can help me out. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, let's see. Um, oh, I wrote this down. Having a podcast is a time capsule for me, for us, for my kids. You know, I was thinking about it like the podcast is really cool because, uh, it's like, it's, it's something that like years later, hopefully YouTube never crashes because literally, man, now I'm thinking about it. I need to hurry up and make a website or something. I need to save this shit somewhere because, um, I, uh, hopefully YouTube never crashes because years down the road when I have kids and then they get old enough to look up on YouTube, they're going to find out, you know, Oh, daddy's got a podcast. Daddy, (laughs) dad's got a podcast. My kids are not going to call me daddy, by the way. You know, only one that gets to call me daddy is my mommy. That came out wrong. Um, but yeah, they're going to be like, oh my God, dad's on, look at dad's on YouTube. And they're going to watch every episode and it's going to be cool for them because imagine if like us now, I'm, I'm 28, 28, right? No, I'm 29. I always, I, I forget my age. After like 25, I was just like, I'm old now. That's it. Like there's nothing, there's nothing left uh, to worry about. Like, you know, I already, once you hit 25, you know, you can drink alcohol, you could watch porn, you could rent a hotel, you can rent a car. You know, your insurance starts to slow. I guess I, at this point, what's the, I don't know what the next age is when your insurance starts going down. I think it's like 50 or 40. I don't know. But maybe that's what I have to look forward to. Other than that, like, fuck it. I'm I'm alive. That's it. I don't need no more birthdays. I'm alive. You don't got to remind me, hey, on this day, 20, uh, 30, 29 years ago, you were born. Yeah, I got it. So I was thinking, like, it'd just be cool, you know, if, like, imagine – us now if like our parents had podcasts and I know some of you guys have like cringy parents but I think my parents were cool like man the other day we were watching uh what was the movie we were at my parents we go we go to my parents house we try to go over to my parents house at least once a week for family dinner which I love by the way I'm glad we I'm glad we thought about that and uh oh no I know what it was and this will actually kind of tie in with another thing I was talking about 
Um, so we went to a, this is a little side thing, and I'm gonna get back to what I was saying. It's gonna all tie in. You'll see. So we were watching. Uh, we went to a um, my Theo's house, my uncle for you white people. Went to my uncle's house, my Theo's house for you Mexican people, and uh, we went to go watch the Canelo and Triple G fight, which was dope, by the way. Uh, you know, big Mexican, nice thing. You know, he's got a nice home in a nice neighborhood, but some, and he's got a nice backyard. But for some reason, he's got to throw that shit in the front yard. So he's got the garage open. He's got the driveway. He's got the blow up. Uh, uh, the blow up, you know, screen, we got a projector. So we were watching the fight out there. And then uh, at some point, obviously the fight ended. It was only like, I don't know, 9.30, 10, 10.30. I don't remember when the fight ended, but the fight ends. And so uh, one of the one of the people was like, hey, like just put on like music videos and let's just like listen to music and, and you know, have music videos. And I was like, that's cool. That's cool because that's, that's what I like to do. Like at, by the end of the night when I'm like nice and drunk and I'm all by myself, especially when no one's home and I can scream at the top of my lungs. This is the thing I do. I will play music off YouTube. And I'll just go in a deep rabbit hole. And then, you know, one minute, you know, I start out listening to Drake. Next thing you know, I'm listening to Third Blind Eye. And then next thing you know, I'm listening to Blink-182. Next thing you know, I'm listening to Creed. And then I'm listening to... Uh, Lincoln Park and then Limp Bizkit. It just, and then, and then uh, Bad Bunny. And it just goes everywhere. And so I was like, this is cool. Yeah, let's do that. So they, they put on, on the projector, they put on uh, music videos, and it starts out, you know, it's, it's a big Mexican family. So it starts out, you know, a little bit of Bad Bunny for the young girls, like for the girls in general. And then it goes to, um, you know, Ramon Ayala. And then it goes um, Grupo Firme. And then out of nowhere, the older guys, um, these guys are in their late 40s, early 50s, and uh, they start playing like Beastie Boys, they start playing uh, uh, fucking Ice Ice Baby, was it Vanilla Ice, uh, what else they play, they play like all this old retro shit, which I have nothing, they, they play Poison, you know, Poison, that song, that's all I remember, and uh, they start playing all these songs, which I have nothing against them, but as they were playing them, it was just an awkward situation, because a lot of us, and at the time, I was like, I was pretty buzzed at that point, and I was just like, whoa, like, what is going on? Like, and I was like, <laughs> I could not stop laughing because I just look around, and, like, there's probably, like, 20 of us just, like, mingling, talking. There's, like, five guys in the corner that are picking the songs, and they're they're getting down. They're doing, like, the running man. They're doing, like, all those old-school, like, people dances. No disrespect, old people. And I just was like, well, I even, at one point, I leaned over, and I was like, these are songs that I play when I'm home alone, when no one else is around, so no one can judge me off by my music taste on my playlist. So these guys had balls. And uh, tying back into what I was saying was that my parents are cool, and, and my mom, and uh, they were, it was the uh, Vanilla Ice, uh, Ice Ice Baby music video and the way he's dancing to the Run Man and shit. And my mom leans over, and she was like, that's exactly how your dad danced in high school. And I started laughing, and she's like, I'm being dead serious. And I was like, are you serious, mom? She's like, yeah, that right there, he did that. And him and his buddies would get together and they would like, I don't know if they did like choreography, like before school dances and they like planned all this shit out. But she said that they would have like a, they'd clear this, this, the fucking, the, the dance floor and they'd make a big circle and him and three of his buddies would all do this like crazy dance and stuff. And so I was thinking like, that'd be fucking dope. Like now this goes back to, uh, Time back into what I was saying, if our parents had podcasts and stuff and we could view them now, it'd be cool if right now I could just get drunk and just watch old podcast episodes or old YouTube videos of my parents getting down in school or like talking about, you know, what they did that day or like all the crazy adventures they went on. Like that would be cool to see. So what I'm getting at going back to this now is that having this podcast, I thought was a cool time capsule for myself. For you guys, you know, uh, guests I have on, they could be like, oh, yeah, around that time, you know, 40, you know, 10, 15 years ago, uh, that was going on. And that's how we looked and that's how we acted and all this stuff. So now for our kids, it's going to be like that. For my kids especially, they're going to be like, oh, my God. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like some of the stuff I've said on here, kids, if you're watching this, I apologize. Uh, but this is how I met your mother. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but I was just thinking like, uh, you know. That it'd be cool as my kids get older, they're going to see this and they're going to be like, oh, that's what mom and dad were up to or that's what dad was up to. You know, I don't know if I'm going to become a single father later on down the road, but 
you know, because it's going to be a time capsule. So this is this is stamped in. This is going to be cemented in history forever of YouTube until YouTube crashes. Or I really hope not, man, because I, I mean, I'm only at like 68 and a half. I'm going to call this like a half episode. I'm at 68 and a half episodes. All that shit goes away. I'm screwed because the last. Oh, there's another thing. So like recently, uh, this the last hard drive I had had literally episode one through like 67 on there and it crashed on me. I plugged it in. I plugged it in and uh, nothing came up. I tried everything. I I called um, the company. I uh, they I, they had me like on a, a like a, a like a twenty four seven like chat so I could screen share like what I was doing. And they're like, do this, do this, reboot this, reset this. Uh, da, da, da. I did everything and nothing worked. And they're like, look, honestly, the best thing you're gonna have to do, you're gonna have to mail it to us. So they said, mail it to us. They're like, we're gonna send you a postage stamp in a box, which will take about two to three weeks. And then put the, the hard drive in there. And then when you put the hard drive in there, send it back to us. When it gets to us, we'll let you know. And it'll be about a 30 to 45 day turnaround uh, that we look at it and figure out what's wrong. And at the end, they gave me this nice little cherry on top. There's a possibility that some, wait, some, if not all, will not be like able to be retrieved. So I'm sending this. So like it, what I'm saying is like I had to go out and buy another hard drive because I was like, well, this is all stupid. This is all useless because if anything, if they bring it, if they send it back to me and then like some of it's on there, well, then it, it, it's kind of pointless. I mean, yeah, it's cool if I have some of it and then some of it's not. But the whole point is to have everything that was on it saved and come back to me. And I could just like put that in a lockbox or something and hide it away until later when I find it. Then I'm like, what's all this? And then I, and then I you know, and then if YouTube crashes, I can re-upload them because I all have them saved. So right now I'm just at that. Um, and I'm honestly just banking on, uh, hope that YouTube never crashes. And, uh, for some reason, my channel never gets deleted or videos get erased. Um, so yeah, so that was just the thing I was thinking about having the podcast. Uh, what else? Uh, Oh, DraftKings. Speaking of sports, no, this isn't another ad. I wish. I'm not sponsored by DraftKings, but uh, I've recently become a gambling addict. And I uh, I currently, right now, if you guys are watching, I'm having trouble grabbing my drink. I like this cup. It's it's a Chargers coffee mug that I found. Believe it or not, I found this, this, this legendary cup right here at Goodwill. It was like five bucks. And for all you haters, you're going to be like, yeah, it's five bucks. It's the Chargers. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, dog. So clearly I had to spend. Oh, my finger keeps cramping up like that. You see that? Damn. Uh, I think I need more water or something. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, obviously I had to buy it. Um, but, yeah, so going back to it, DraftKings. So I think I have a gambling problem. And, dra and let me tell you, I they're not a sponsor, but... DraftKings, if you're, if you're listening, someone that works at DraftKings, someone that knows someone that works at DraftKings, if someone that knows someone that someone that knows that someone that works at DraftKings could let them know that I am a huge fan and I was never, ever into gambling. I never understood it. I always thought it was like, here's $100. I want the Chargers to win. And it kind of is like that, but there's so many other things. There's over, under, there's... Uh, the Chargers are going to win by this many points or, you know, and then you can also bet on, I'm also probably advocating gambling, but if you guys are already a, a gambler, you guys know where I'm going with this. My excitement. If you guys have a gambling problem, call 1-800. I don't know the number, but if this was an ad, they give me the number. They let me know. I know I've, I've heard podcasts where they have DraftKings as a sponsor. So, there's also like uh, for football games, you can do like first one to score. How are they going to score? Uh, who's going to score it? And obviously, the more it gets into detail about certain things, obviously, the more money you can win. And let me tell you this right now. I had heard this on so many podcasts and I never used DraftKings. Before I was using BetMGM just because it's the first thing I saw and I was like, cool. And it, and it was working, but I was losing all the time. And, uh, but it was cool. Cause like, if you played some, they'd give you like free $25, play that and you lose it, whatever. 
But DraftKings, I heard this all the time that first time users, if you download it and then you use like their code, you'd get like, uh, and you bet $5 of your own money, you get $200 free to play with. And I was like, that's crazy. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. They're just going to give you $200. No lie. I downloaded DraftKings. I bet $5 on something and I automatically opted in for 200, literally in my account on the top right corner where it tells you how much money you have to spend on bets and how much money you have in general. It said $205. I was like, holy shit. So I had $200 to do whatever I want. I could just, and now at the time, and a part of me was like, well, this is free money. It's not my money. I could just bet $200 on the charges to win and I could win, you know, $350 or something, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and that's another thing too, is you got to careful because if you're pick, if you're playing, if you're betting on a game and you're going to pick the person or the team that is for sure going to win, or like, if you pick like a UFC fight and it's like, well, of course that guy's going to win. He's the favor. He's this, he's that he's number one, whatever. Then the, the odds, the, 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 the money that you could get back is going to be way less. So it's almost like you have to bet on the other dog. Um, when it comes to sports, obviously I learned this in, when I watched Sopranos, but uh, you have to have like some, you know, uh, you have to know some shit like, hey, uh, this ref doesn't like, you know, the Chargers or, you know, this guy was icing his leg in the back. So, you know, bet on the other team because they're not going to be at 100 percent. Like you got to know some shit or you just got to really be good at like sports and stuff. And like, OK, well, they played this this way. And then like so many things play in in uh so many things play a big role in like that. Like it could be like if they're playing at home or if they're playing, you know, uh, if a certain player's not playing, whatever it could be, you know, maybe the quarterback's girlfriend just broke up with them. Like so much shit it could, you got to think about when you make these bets. So anyways, um, but yeah, so I got $200 and, uh, at first, like I said, I was just going to bet $200 on some bullshit, but I was like, no, let's just break this down. So my first big bet, um, uh, I did, uh, I did the Padres game. I did that. They were going to win by at least two points. They were going to win the game. These are all separate bets all on one bet slip. So you get a bet slip and all the bets you make them. And then for that day, like that'll tell you, okay, well, like you've won this one. You lost this one or one, 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 one them all, whatever at the end, however much money you make. So for this bet slip, I did the Padres were going to win the game. They were going to win by two and they were going to be the first ones to score the run. And then in that same, it was on Sunday, that same day, I bet on the Chargers were going to win and that the Chargers were going to score first and they were going to be, and they were going to score a touchdown. They could be either a touchdown, a field goal or safety. Honestly, dude, like it was crazy because like, uh, I, and I would, I would play, you can play with it too. Like you can put like, okay, a touchdown for, I'm a bet $20 that the Chargers are going to score a touchdown first. And at the bottom, it'll tell you how much you could, you, you'll win, you know, um, or your earnings or whatever. And so, like, say you bet, like, $20 that the Chargers are going to win or that the Chargers are going to score a touchdown, all right? So, off of $20, it was, like, 42 bucks or something, which isn't bad. You doubled your money. Um, and then, like, a field goal was, like, a little bit more. And then, like, a safety, which, you know, it's, it, it, that's obviously, like, something that's, like, okay, that will never really happen. But if it does, let me just put it into perspective this way. I, if I bet, I think it was, like, $25 on the Chargers to score a safety first, I would have won $900. That's what I'm getting at. Is like, shit is insane. And so, like, for those, I feel like I really have to, like, know my shit, which is cool because that's another thing, too, is, like, when you bet on stuff, when you have money on the line, also, especially, like, this free $200, like, it wasn't my money, but knowing that this helps me to, like, gain more money, I was really, and by the way, this is money, like, that $200, I could have just withdrew. Um, in a sense, you know, um, but like, this is money that like, you know, fucking, I don't know, maybe you bet on Sunday and you, you need money for the week and it's like, boom, you just won like $250. And I know that what I'm saying is what like gamblers or like a, addictive gambling people think like, all I need is to win this one game and boom, like I'm good for this week. I could pay rent. I could get it to oil change. I could pay, uh, my baby mama, the fucking child support, like whatever. It could change your life in like a matter of a game. I know that. And that's where it gets really scary because then you, you're like, I'm desperate. I need this. I need them to fuck win. The next thing you know, you end up like Adam Sandler on, um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, 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 Adam Sandler, uh, Jules, uh, 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 
Okay, I'm gonna have to look it up. But like, you start turning into like a crazy gambler, and uh, it could ruin your entire life. Um, and hold on, I gotta look this up now because I'm going crazy. Precious gems, gemstones, uncut gems, uncut gems. Adam Sandler, watch that movie. I still haven't finished it because yo, this movie is so crazy. This guy has a gambling addiction, and he literally like bets, and, and even when he's losing, he's like betting more, and he's borrowing money from people, and he still owes people money from the last time he borrowed money, and he's like, no, I'm gonna win this time. It's a high, strung out, stressful movie. If you have anxiety, watch it at your own risk, or take your meds and then watch it, or get high or get drunk. I don't know, but it was a really. But anyways. When I see those movies, I'm like, okay, and now that I'm in that, I'm not in that situation. Relax. For the record, I'm not. No. Uh, so, I no, I, I haven't gotten there. But as I'm talking, I can see how that I can get into that way. And probably a week or two or next tomorrow, I could be in a lot of debt from gambling. And all thanks to DraftKings. But what I'm saying is uh, it's something I just took a, uh, a shot at. And honestly, it's fun. Um, I never bet. I honestly, I think the most I bet was like 25 bucks and, uh, and it, it's cool. Even if it's like $25 and you know, you bet $25 and you win 45 bucks. It's like, it's a cool one. It's cool. It's a win. You know, who doesn't want to feel like a winner and two, it's just like, cool. Like I have double my money now. Like that's always a cool feeling, but I don't go all crazy. I don't do no, you know, cause I sometimes, like I said, you can play around on this little, like the little bet slip and you can be like, uh, if I had $150 and I bet on this and I'll be like, well, you could win $1,500. It's like, holy shit. Like I can see where people can get into that, but I'll never do that. I've never had like a, a gambling problem, like a casinos and stuff never really bothered me. Uh, I remember the first time my mom took me to a casino. Shout out to my mom for taking me to a casino for the first time because she a real one. A lot of you losers took your friends took you out. You're fucking losers, dude. Get a mom that takes you out to your first casino. Get your dad to take you to your first strip club. Uh, get your mom to get your first girlfriend for you. Fucking losers. You guys are depending on your friends and stuff. Just idiots. So... My mom took me to a, a casino for the first time. It was like an, it was like one of those rare ones in California. It was like 18 or older. And uh, she gave me 20 bucks. From that 20 bucks, I ended up making, I ended up winning $150. I just did the slots, like the, 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 the game machines. I don't, I don't do, I've never really, I've never, I've never played blackjack. I, I get the idea. I know how to play it. Um, I just don't want to look like a loser up there, like tapping and they give me another card. I'm like, oh no, I meant like I'm out, you know, like I'm always worried about that. Like, I don't know the hand signals. Or if I do this, you know, like maybe I'm just doing this, like nah, I'm not going to win. And they're like, okay, you don't, you know, you don't need a card. Cool. Next person. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need a card. You know, I only have seven. So like blackjack, I get it. My dad plays a lot of uh, roulette, which I think is pretty chill. You know, just bet on a number, bet on a color, do both. The thing spins around and there you go. But uh, so I won like, I won like, I went home that night with 150 bucks, gave my mom her 20 back, you know, just to be respectful. And, uh, but it, it, walking in there, I was like, all right, cool. Like. If I win X amount of money or if I get to X amount of money, then I'm good. Like, just stop. And honestly, I can do that to myself. I can set a limit. I can cap myself out. And that's how I was. You know, I, I think at one point I got to like 100 and I think that was my limit. I was like, if I get to 100 off this 20, like, I'm good. I'll just take that and I'll be on my way. And actually what I did was I, I was like at 98, put another, you know, fucking token or whatever credit. I don't know how much, what do they call it at the casino? And I ended up winning like 60 bucks. So I was like, cool. So um, from that 160, I was like, I'll bet 10. And so I I did a, I was doing dollar, dollar, dollar up until I got to 150. I wasn't winning anything from that point. So I was like, you know, I'm done. I was good. Took my money, cashed it out, got my cash, and I was good. And I can do that. I know I can. So that's why I know with this betting thing, I'll be fine. Like, uh, so if you guys are wondering, uh, nothing crazy, but for me, I was like pretty excited. So I, uh, off the Canelo fight, I I bet that he was going to win by decision, and I think I bet like 10 bucks, and I won like $45, and that was cool for me. I felt like a fucking winner that night. I wanted to pop bottles. I wanted to go to the strip club. I wanted to buy a new car. Like, I felt amazing. So, and, and that's another thing, too, is like with this, it's kind of like it, it makes sports more interesting, more fun to watch. Um, not that they're not, but like for, for football, I love football. 
Um, I'm mainly a Chargers fan, hence the hat, hence the cup. Um, but I think the, the sport in general is fun to watch. And because now, like, you know, you know, like say the Chargers only play on Sunday. So like Thursday night's game and Monday night's game, I like to bet on them. Obviously, I'm not going to just throw money out there. But if I see the team, I'm like, okay, that's a good game. Like, you know, the Rams, okay, I like the colors. You know, I like, they're in L.A., cool. They share a stadium with the Chargers. So it's like, I'm going to bet on them. And, you know, I'll bet like 10 bucks that they're going to win the game. You know, just little stuff like that. And then it, it kind of gives me something to, to watch, look forward to at the end of the day. And uh, it really gets – it's an exciting thing, you know. Like this past one I bet on uh, – it was the it was the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers game on uh, Monday night. And uh, I got to my – we had dinner at my parents' house, and I got there. My dad was watching the game, and the chart uh, – the Chicago was losing. And I was like, fuck. And he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you so crazy? I was like, well, I need them to win. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I bet money. He's like, what the fuck are you doing betting? And I told him everything. He's like, oh, that's pretty dope. So now he wants me to get him on the app. So I'm just going to spread my uh, gambling problems with everyone. And next thing you know, the whole Atondo family is just going to be one big in-debt gambling family. Gam fam. But yeah, so shout out to DraftKings. Uh, I follow them on Instagram. So I'm going to start messaging them now. And hopefully I can get like a... It'd be dope, dude. If I could get a sponsorship by DraftKings and they just be sending me money and I'd just be throwing it away... And then I get you guys to spend your money and throw it away. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, guys. All about having fun. Um, what else? Oh, this past weekend I went to uh, shout out to my uh, Danielle. If you're watching this, I love you. Shout out, if everyone, go follow her. Uh, her Instagram is uh, at I want to say at this is Jackie, but let me double check. Yeah, at this underscore Jackie. Um, go give her a follow. She's like a number one supporter. I love her. Um, she got us tickets a while back to uh, 21 Pilots. If you guys don't know, 21 Pilots is like, uh, I don't know what genre, but I just recently started listening to them probably like two, three, four years ago. And uh, they're a great band. Um, and she had invited me to a concert. So I drove up uh, Friday, last Friday. Mm. Who is it? Yeah, I don't know. Last Friday, I want to say the 7th, 16th? 16th. And uh, we went up to Phoenix. We went to the, the, it's called the Footprint Center. But I guess it was also, I don't know what it was called before, but it's where the Phoenix Suns play. It was in Phoenix. And uh, it was cool. The venue was dope. Uh, the way it was set up. Our seats were amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll post pictures or video right here. Um, I had a great time. Uh, I don't know. Uh, concerts have always been like our, th my and Danielle's thing that we do. The last one before that was um, Thomas Rhett. And that one was cool because we had, uh, where our seats were, this was in uh, Phoenix. I want to say at the, was it in Phoenix? No, Anaheim. Anaheim at the hockey stadium. And so, obviously, where the rink was was where the stadium and all the stand-up, uh, stand-up like uh, seating or, or like where the people could stand, like the the people that want to jump around. They they were like up there, up closer. We were off to the side, sitting down, and um, Thomas Rhett ran around the, the the edges of the rink and came right in front of us. It was so cool. So this has always been our thing. Like even when she was younger, we went to. Uh, do you guys remember? Oh, what was that group called? Um, the new, uh, the new boys? Is it the new boys? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, they were like a, a group. They were kind of like, um, new boys. Yeah, they sang, um, they sang, uh, um, they, they, this was like around the era of like, um, like jerking and stuff. And they played like jerking music. Remember, like the jerking, like the the dancing, and the people wearing like red pants with like a blue T-shirt and a yellow hat and like an orange backpack and like purple Vans. And they were doing like the Cat Daddy and all that stuff. So we went to go see them, and uh, at some place they were at like this. It was crazy. It was like this outside concert, like next to a uh, an old. Uh, like slaughterhouse and actually it, it was an old slaughterhouse turned into a haunted house that they called i think they called it the slaughterhouse and later uh, down the road i found out that uh 
It was on like on um, what's that show with Zach Bagans, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Watchers. Where the fuck they have all these shows? It was on one of those shows, and like that place was legit, like somewhat haunted. Um, I don't know if it was haunted by like fucking the pigs they slaughtered or what. I don't I don't know what it could possibly be haunted by, but um, so th- th- this whole concert going thing has always been like our thing, and I love that we've kept the tradition going. Uh, I don't know who we're gonna see next, but this weekend was so much fun. Actually, so I went up there by myself. Uh, I drove, I got off work, drove up there, went to the concert and then drove right back on the way back. Um, I'm driving and, and, and I'm out of, I'm leaving downtown Phoenix and I get on the highway and in front of me is like a, a sheriff or I don't know what they call them. Um, a trooper. I don't know what they're fucking called. They're the silver cars. And, uh, I think the speed limit is like 55. So I'm, I'm behind him. It's a one lane road. And then next thing I know, I see this like Nissan Altima speed behind, like he's behind us and he comes around us like super fast and, and like swerves in front of the sheriff. And then off to the side of the road, there was like this, uh, there was like a, um, like those big, what are the fucking, well, I'm slipping right now. The, the, the big trucks, the, the, like the, the trucks that carry like fucking the 18 wheelers. What are they called? Semi-truck, semi-trucks. There was a semi-truck off to the side of the road, and in front of it was, like, this car that looked like it was broken down. And so this Nissan Altima goes towards that truck, and but they don't even slow down. Like, at the speed they were going, I just see the back door open. You see someone kind of trying to jump out or, like, get out. I don't know. And then the sheriff obviously turned his lights on and starts to try to pull him over, and they go to pull over. And at that point, they're kind of slowing down, so I just sped around him, and I'm going. And then that fucking Nissan Altima just takes off and is right behind me doesn't like the lights are on but for some reason his headlights were like super dim this is nighttime by the way his night lights or his, his headlights are like super dim and he's speeding up behind me and i'm like what the fuck and i see the sheriff like also taking off after him or the whatever the fuck he was cop i don't know and uh he uh and and so i, I just start speeding up and I'm watching the whole time, and there's no one in front of me. It's like a, a dead road. And, and the whole time, I'm looking in my rearview mirror, and I just see the car. And the next thing you know, I just see it take a hard right. And off to the right was just dirt and, like, you know, when it's, like, those back highways, it's just dirt. It just took off into the fucking dirt. And then the sheriff obviously takes off towards him or, like, after him. And I don't know what happened. That's, uh, that's the end of the story. But, like, I just thought it was crazy. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I just saw. And I, so many things were going on in my mind. Like, I was like, was... The person in the backseat getting abducted? Like, were they trying to jump out? Or, you know, was the person in the backseat trying to get out? Maybe they had something on them they didn't want to get caught for. So they were trying to get out. And then maybe the reason they went off into the dirt was so, like, they could run out and go run off into the darkness with their drugs and the car go off. And it's one cop or one sheriff car by itself. So it's like, do I go after the car? Do I go after the guy? I don't know how they make up their, you know, I don't know how they make up their minds in, in, in that situation. But it was crazy. I don't know, like, and then, and then I'm, I go, I'm heading home and I stop in Gila Bend, which is another town down the way. And I go through McDonald's and the truck in front of me, the lady just got out and started yelling at the, the, the person giving out the food and they start sticking their hand through the, the window. Actually, I'll, I'll post pictures. I don't have pictures of the, the car chase, but I have pictures of that lady. Cause I took a picture and I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was just, it was a fun night ended kind of crazy, but, um, the concert was amazing. Uh, sang my lungs out to the songs I did know. I didn't realize they came out with a new album, so I didn't know most of those. But for the most part, all their other stuff, I was, I was, I was going crazy. I loved it. I had so much fun. Um, uh, but yeah, that's just what's been going on with me. Uh, anything else? Uh, lastly, oh yeah, you guys see this shit? So I put Bang winning a jiu-jitsu tournament. I meant Tom Hardy. So you, have you guys seen this? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's all over social media. I saw it recently. So Tom Hardy, the guy that plays Bane, um, he's in uh, fucking Peaky Blinders. He's in uh, uh, Lawless with uh, um, Shia LaBeouf. He's in, he's, obviously, you guys know him. He's Venom. He's Venom. He's Venom. And uh, so this guy, on top of all the money he makes, on top of all the movies he does, and he's handsome, and all the girls want him, and he, he has this accent where he sounds fucking sexy, and he looks sexy, and he's ripped. Um, on top of that, he's got to go, and he, that's not enough for him. He has to go and learn jiu-jitsu. I think he's like a blue belt or some shit. Learns jiu-jitsu, becomes a blue belt, 
and then joins and then enters into this tournament. And he wins. And let me, let me, I'm going to post a video right here. If I find it, hopefully I find it. Hopefully I remember to post, uh, do it. Cause I always say I'm going to do it. And I never do. Um, but so in the video, obviously he wins, he beats this guy and this guy is probably just a normal, not a movie actor, probably not that good looking, probably doesn't have an accent. Girls probably don't really want him. He's probably like married, has kids, has bills, you know, hates his jobs. This is what he does for fun to hang out with the boys and kind of like be, feel like a man again. And he's like, you know, what? I'm gonna go join this tournament. And then he get he beats everybody, gets to the final round, and he plays fucking he fights and then he goes against Bane. He goes against Venom. He plays he fights Tom Hardy. And then Tom Hardy beats him. Tom Hardy took all that like this guy just wanted to go and have fun and have like a extracurricular activity. You know, he wanted to do join like do a, a jujitsu tournament. He wanted to do jujitsu. You know, maybe try to make it to the UFC. I don't know his dreams. I don't know his life. But I know it's not as good as Tom Hardy's, Bane's, Venom's. And I'm watching this and I'm just like, man, this sucks. Like, imagine getting beat by Tom Hardy. Like, it's this cool story. It's like, yeah, I lost, but I lost to, Ven I lost to Venom. I lost to Tom Hardy. But at the same time, it's like, why? Why is this guy taking everything from us? He takes our women. He takes our movies. He takes our money. He takes the good looks. And now he takes this guy's fucking championship uh, tournament winning. Fuck, I don't know if they win a money or a... A trophy? I don't know. But the one thing this guy was living for, he probably told his wife, his kids are probably there, and now they already liked, they probably already saw Venom, and they're like, oh, look, it's Venom. Like, your daddy's gonna fight Venom. And then he loses to Venom, and now they even like him more, and now they just hate their father, and now he's gonna go home, and he's probably gonna be depressed that, and every time his parents, every time his kids are like, yeah, I wanna watch Venom, and he's like, fuck Venom. Fuck that movie. I hate that movie. All right, well, can we watch... You know, Batman is like, fuck Batman, because Bane's in it, and that's Tom Hardy, and that's the motherfucker I lost to. And every time he watches it, he's probably like, I, I could have, I, I should, if I should have, I should have just slipped my hand underneath his armpit, around his head, and then, and then wrapped the right foot around his knee or something. He, he's probably constantly thinking about that, and he has to see Tom Hardy all the fucking time. And now this video is probably going viral, and he has Instagram, he has Facebook. And his kids have Instagram, and they have Facebook, and his wife does. And they have to, he has to relive that every fucking time. And Tom Hardy fucking did that. Fuck Tom Hardy. That's the name of this episode. Fuck Tom Hardy, dude. Fuck Venom. That's a gr uh, Venom was a good movie. And Lawless was a great movie. I love Tom Hardy. But it just when I saw this, I was like, come on, man. You have everything. What more could you take from us? And not, not only does he take that from, like, most men, unsecure men. Insecure men? Unsecure? Unsecure and insecure men. But he also takes that from, like, just average Joes. He was probably like, I'm bored. I, I wish I knew how to do his accent. But yeah, if I listen to it, this is what I imagine his inner mind tells him. is like, I'm bored. Like, I do all these movies and all these girls want me. And I'm Bane and I play in Batman. And I make a lot of money. And I'm sexy. Like, I need something else. And he just fucking takes this from these average Joes. Fuck that. They should have a celebrity, like, jujitsu. Because I think, who else? I know there's another dude that's big in jujitsu. Um, what's his name from Saved by the Bell? Fucking Saved by the Bell. What's his name? Uh, um, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez? Yeah, Mario Lopez is also in jujitsu. Like, dude, what the fuck's up with this? Like, they should just have a celebrity section of that. Like, I know there's not a lot of them doing it. But, dude, like, don't let us be, let us have this, please. You know? <sighs> yeah, so, fuck Tom Hardy. Um, honestly, that's it. Uh, it is Tuesday, September 20th. It is currently 9.20 p.m. My heart rate is at 89 beats, 91 beats per minute. And uh, I'm ending this episode... Thank you, guys. Thank you, Liquid IV, once again. Remember, go to liquidiv.com. Use promo code SLOB, S-L-O-B, four letters, and get 25% off plus free shipping. Um, make sure you guys add me on Instagram, at the slob on the pod. You can add my personal, if you want, at Jordan Atondo. 
um, on there I, I post. Oh yeah, I should probably talk about that. I'll talk about that the next episode, the next time I do a solo one or whatever. Fuck, I'm gonna call those loners. I think I'm gonna call it loners. Loner. I don't know. And uh, I'll talk about you know doing stand up. Um, I have a show. You guys are listening. I have a show this weekend, uh, Saturday, September. Saturday, September third. No, 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 no. I'm getting on myself. Saturday, September twenty fourth at Sage and Sand in Yuma, Arizona. I have a show. Come check that out. Uh, next weekend, Friday, September thirtieth. I have a big show. I'm opening up for um, Josh Potter and Chase O'Donnell at the Crest, the infamous Crest, down at a uh, at um. And down here in New Arizona, the one club we have, the one hopping, popping club we got. Um, it's a big show. It's always a big thing. Uh, last, you know, last time I did it, we had uh, George Perez on and all his group, his crew over there, and it was a lot of fun. I fucking bombed like a motherfucker. It was terrible. I bombed in front of them. I bombed in my family, my friends, and I bombed in front of my neighborhood, and it was just, it was sad. Um, but let come out uh, and watch me. Uh, re give me watch me do us give, give me a second chance right guys fuck uh go to 928 comedy on instagram it's at 928 comedy uh in their link they have uh, a link where you can get tickets or just go to 928comedy.com you can get tickets there as well um what else oh yeah and go to youtube like subscribe comment comment something comment uh a title i should use for this uh comment I mean, by this point, I already have a title out, so I guess it doesn't really matter what you guys say. But comment whatever you guys think. Comment fuck, comment fuck Tom Hardy. How about that? Uh, comment on my Instagram. Like, subscribe, follow me. Uh, that's it, guys, dude. You know what? Thank you guys so much for everyone um, that continuously watches this. And I love every single one of you. Uh, randomly, I get messages from you guys. I always get new follows, and people are always like, damn, like, this is cool what you're doing. And it really, like, you know what? And, like, there's times where I'm just like, I, you know, what am I doing? I should just stop this podcast. I'm just wasting my time. I should be focusing on other things. But I'm like, no, I fucking love this. This is so much fun. Um, you guys obviously like it. The, the people that watch and view it, whether you view it for me or for the guests that I have on, whatever it matters, it's a view. And I'm glad I get to share these stories with you guys and you guys message me and you guys have relatable things and you guys tell me, you know, when I meet you guys, when I go and meet my friends and they see the podcast, they like say quotes. And I think that's fucking dope. Like I'm a big person that quotes movies and, and, and shows and stuff. So whenever I go out and I hail my cousins and they say stuff from the show that I've said, like the podcast, it's really cool, man. It's like, damn, you really watch. And, and that honestly truly means a lot when you guys message me, when you guys comment on it, when you guys like it. Anything honestly truly means a lot. So you guys are the reason why I honestly continuously do this. That and the fact that Liquid IV sponsors me. <laughs> Trying to get the bag, baby. Trying to get the bag, baby. All right, guys, I'm done. Uh, remember, like, subscribe, go to Slob on the Pod, go to Liquid IV, get 24% off plus your shipping when you use promo code SLOB, S-L-O-B. Alright, I'm out.